G'day, what's up, how you doing? It's Aiden Jones here. You are listening to Sitting Under a Tree for Tuesday, the 7th of June, and I am trying to be respectful and quiet because I'm in um, Brisbane Airport. I'm in the fucking, mate, I am in the Virgin, uh, like the lounge in the airport because last week after my flight, I got an email saying, you have been upgraded to gold class or like, you know, you've got like enough fucking... I got enough status credits that I'm a Virgin Gold member now. Um, so what I did today, I've booked my flight late for 5 p.m. and I came into the airport at like one to like take advantage of all of the of the accoutrement uh, and the delightful premium services <laughs> on offer. Um, oh my god! Like for example, this tea. Oh, so relaxing, Madame Flavor. It's called Madame Flavor. <laughs> Deeply relaxing, delicious and gentle with chamomile and lavender. <laughs> How good's that? Let me read the back. Deeply relaxing is a delicious, gentle infusion. I've selected herbs traditionally known for their relaxing, calming properties, passion flower, chamomile, linden flower, and lavender to create a blend to enjoy any time you want to relax deeply. <laughs> I, I've, she says, I've selected, Madame Flower herself has selected these these fucking relaxing little cunts. Um, I'm so... Oh, I'm sorry for swearing. Don't need to swear. Just, you know, it's fine. Just be respectful. I'm in the Virgin Lounge. I, um... I've been thinking the whole time I'm in here. Like, I've never been in this thing before. You get free food. You get free booze. Fuck, I wish I still drank, man. That's like... I mean, actually, it's probably good that I don't drink anymore because I... <laughs> I just would have gotten absolutely fucking tanked. <laughs> I can't believe you get free booze. Unlimited free booze, man. There's no spirits, but there's beer and wine. Oh, my God. You could get fucking written off. I've been here for an hour and a half. I've already had a sandwich, a little Thai salad thing, uh, some soup, and a bowl of pretzels and, and a coffee. <laughs> And now I'm having a tea. <laughs> oh my god, this is sick. This is so good, man. Fuck you. And you know, of course, now that I'm like aware of the existence of this, like, you know, the lounges and everything, uh, I went online and I was like, what's what better lounges are there? <laughs> <laughs> I can never, never content with just like to be happy with what I've got. What's the best lounge? How do I get there? There are actually, <coughs> there's um, like invite only lounges apparently. And they don't even have like, you know, for the like, for the golden print or like for this lounge and like to get gold status and platinum status. There's like, it, uh, what's the word? It's like publicly known what the criteria are to be, you know, upgraded into these categories. But um, then there's like a series of lounges and like a level of status that you can only get and they don't publicize what you have to do to like get into those things. It's like invite only. And I'm like, fuck, man, how rich do I have to get? Oh, you know, I have this thing where like 
in my mind, like I'm poor as fuck, especially right now. I'm the poorest I've been since the, the fucking the start of the pandemic. I've got fuck all money, but I don't think of myself as having fu- like I've in my mind. I'm like two months away from never having to worry about money ever again in my life you know like i read like the vip status thing and i was like fucking (laughs) i was just like oh where do i have to spend money i'll do it you know i'm like i'll i'll spend 20 grand like as if i'm gonna have 20 grand ever (laughs) um fuck you know, I'm just like, and it's not even a thing that's really important to me, but the fact that I don't have it, but that I could get it by spending money is enough for me to be like, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> just some stupid arbitrary fucking goal. Oh my God. How are you guys doing? How's your week been? I hope everything's doing okay for you. I need another sip of tea. I... um. Guy just walked past me there. Uh, it's not that private. There's like one seat. I'm in like the second most private spot, and there's like a guy just in front of me, at like in like the best spot, like where he is sitting, is kind of like concealed with a wall. I thought there would be more privacy in the lounge. I committed myself to doing the podcast now because it's like two thirty in the afternoon. So I was like, well, I could have done it this morning, but I was like, no, I'll wait till the lounge. And now I'm in the lounge, and I'm like, it's not that private. It's not, it's good, but it's like, also, I guess the reason I was checking for like, what's the next thing is like, this is good and that there's free shit, but like, you know, like it feels like there is another level above this, you know, it's like, this isn't the best possible place. There's definitely like a better place than this somewhere in the airport hidden away. Where do you get the suck jobs? (laughs) What, what level of um, status affords you a Free suck job every time you come to the... Okay, all right. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's been... I, I don't know, like... I really have to keep myself busy when I travel. I'm learning that. I guess I'm kind of learning how to do that. Like, how's I had um, a moment... Because I've been, you know, like in Brisbane for the week doing gigs and I'm flying to Sydney now. So I'm over halfway through this little two weeks uh, tour... And, yeah, doing gigs every night, I don't know, it's not enough to keep me... I think, you know, maybe a few years ago, just the fact of being away and having gigs was enough to kind of occupy me. But now, as I'm kind of used to that, I need more. I need to, like, find things that are, like, recreational to do to kind of keep my mind busy or else I'll start falling into, you know, like a kind of shitty, sad or just, like, bored, lonely kind of place. Um... So yesterday I did uh, uh, one of my little trips is what I'm doing, taking trips. Like every time I'm in a different city, I'm like leaving a day for myself to go drive out to somewhere I've never been before and check out the place and, you know, go for a walk and whatever. So yesterday I went out to, uh, I booked it, uh, the way I picked it was like, I've been to Lamington in the Southwest and I've been to the Glasshouse Mountains in the Northwest of Brisbane. So now I just went straight West and I went to this town called Laidley. And the way I picked it was just Airbnb kind of zoomed out in the area and there was a place uh, in Laidley for like 80 bucks for a night. And I was like, that's like the cheapest in the area in the direction that I've never been. Let me do that. So it was a room above a pub. And then I kind of worked backwards from there. and was like, okay, what can I do around Laidley? And there's a place called Glen Rock National, no, Glen Rock State Forest. 
Um, and there's some walks there. And uh, so I picked one of the walks. I went out. I saw on like the website that it wasn't open because it's just flooded. I didn't realize how recently there were floods in this kind of area. Um, this isn't like where everything flooded. Like this isn't like, um, fuck, what's the fucking area called where it all flooded? Uh, I can't remember. Whatever. This isn't the place that like was on the news for flooding like crazy. But um, it's kind of close. Oh, sorry. I feel like the lady's just about to come and collect my shit. Do you guys remember, I don't know if anyone's been listening to the podcast long enough to remember when I used to pod in like international airports, but I was just like sitting on the floor. I feel like I've leveled up, you know, I'm in the lounge, but I'm still not at a high enough level where me doing a podcast doesn't involve just like low key annoying the people around me. Anyway, um, so yeah, it wasn't Lismore. That's the place. Lismore is the place that's all fucked. I wasn't out there, but um, evidently this kind of part of southeast Queensland is still flooded pretty recently and uh, I did see on the website when I was going into Glen Rock National Park that the park was like closed but I don't, <laughs> I don't know I was just like I'm going to go ahead and disregard that <laughs> and I was aware even as I made the decision like this is the start of you know when they find out that like some guys drowned in a fucking river and they were like it said it was closed but he ignored it like <laughs> you know everyone this is a reminder to heed the warnings given by the national park services they're there for your safety <laughs> like, do you know what I mean like why do I think that I'm just above the law and that fucking warning or whatever but that's that was a decision that I made um, so I went out there and it was fine um, I kind of figured it was a clear day and it hadn't rained in the last few days. Um, and, and to me, that's like more important information than the, the National Parks website um, with a big exclamation mark and a warning. But I drove out there and um, I guess I was just like, I want to see how far I can get. And there was no... There was no, like, you know, sign, like, in person that said that the park was closed or any gates or anything like that. So it didn't feel like I was really doing anything wrong. And I just drove, like, I I drove through Laidley and then I went past and into the park and then uh, kind of got onto some dirt road with the hire car and uh, just, like, steering around the potholes, you know. Um, and then I drove through, you know, when the bridge <coughs> over, like, a like a creek or a river kind of goes down and lets the river flow over the top of the like concrete bridge. There were like a few of those. So like I drove the car through like a few centimeters of water, like five or six times. And by the time I saw on the map that I was well inside, like the um, Glen Rock National Park or State Forest or whatever, I was like, there's no one else here. This is sick. I guess because online it says don't go there. So everyone else like heeded that advice and didn't go there. And now I'm in there. And it was fine. And I'm in there by myself. I've got the whole forest. It's all mine. And it was beautiful, man. I got to the end. I didn't realize... I didn't really know. I had no plan. So thank fuck things worked out. Because um, I got in there and then I just like saw the road kind of ends. And um, there's a little information center, but it's not manned. It's like an old... Oh, man. It was so nice. It was like an old... Uh, I guess, what did they call them? I can't remember what they were called, but it was like the old wooden, like, houses or homesteads or whatever that, like, the pioneer, you know, set, like, white settlers used to build when they first came out into this land in, like, the 1850s. 
and they would just cut down trees and use those logs. They would like stick the logs in the ground, like vertical, and then split some of the other logs open to make planks and they would just make houses like that and they were just like stuck together with like wire or like I guess a few of them were kind of joined so they were like off the ground so the floor was off the ground and then there was just like walls and whatever and they would just put like mud and fucking crap in the gaps to like stop the drafts and these are the houses they lived in and so the, the like visitor centre was one of those like a replica of one of those but like some of them still exist in the national park and it was saying like it's currently used for grazing cattle. I read like all the information on the side, man, and you're reading the information and you're in one of these houses. Like I walked in there and I was like, it's just like one room. It's not like a bunch of rooms. It's just like one big fucking room with like pillars in the middle holding it up and like, you know, lifting it up off the ground. And I walked in and I was just like, I could sleep in here. And then I started reading about it and I was like, oh, this is literally, that's what this was. It was a house. That's where these, these fucking people used to live. Oh, man, it's so cool. So, yeah, I drove out there, went into the visitor center, and then there was, like, uh, a little campsite, which I didn't go to, and then there's, like, a day area with, like, areas for fires and picnic tables and stuff, and there was all grass. This one area, they've, like, planted grass that looks like they kind of keep it and mow the grass, like, you know, once a month or something to make it, like, a nice area for people to hang out in, and it was just so... Ma is magical the right word? <laughs> like it was just, I've, it looks like the kind of place that there's normally a lot of people, you know, like sitting there hanging out with families and eating and stuff. And I just was walking around it by myself because I disobeyed the advice. I felt so lucky to be in this little glade, you know, all of my own. Um, <laughs> I'm really trying hard to not make fun of myself as I speak sincerely and earnestly about how nice this... <laughs> really, did you, mate? Did you have a little fucking glade, you loser? <laughs> but I did, you know? And, uh, and then I walked... Um, so there was a walk that I saw in the information centre that looked like... Because it was getting kind of late. I got up late and I got the car late. And so I was out there at like one in the afternoon which I was very aware that the sun sets at about five here so at this time of year so I don't want to go on like a long walk and then get lost and end up being you know it's all dark and I'm fucked so I was just looking for like an hour and a half two hour kind of walk and I saw one on the map that was about that long so I walked out in that direction on what looked like the path and then I got to the river the little creek thing which was still like running and and I guess like bigger than what it would have normally been because of the recent rains and I did notice actually when I was driving in that there was a bit of heavy machinery in all of the like, like clearing out the rocks and stuff in the lake. And I was like, it feels like they kind of have got halfway up the track. Like where I started driving, the first few of those little bridges that I crossed were like clearly marked and whatever. And then I passed some of the heavy machinery. And then after that, the next few bridges, there was a lot more debris and stuff like on the, on the road. And I was like, oh, that's why. <laughs> that's why they tell you not to go because I literally haven't finished like fixing it yet. Um, but anyway, so where I was, um, yeah, I walked out to this path and then I could see on the other side of the like river thingy, like the rest of the path, but it was too far across and I considered like taking my shoes off and walking. But I was like, nah, I don't know. I'm not feeling that adventurous. And you know what? 
I would prefer to do is just sit. It was like a beautiful sunny day. Sit on the side of the creek and read my book. I went the other week or the other day. I bought a. Um, I was at a charity shop and I found a copy of the biography of Steve Jobs written by this guy who did the biographies of Albert Einstein and Benjamin Franklin as well. And I'd, I guess I'd heard about it somewhere and I saw the book and I read the foreword and the ladies in the charity shop, when I went in to buy it, they were like, mate, we we're going to give you a bloody chair. <laughs> they weren't laughing at me. We were like, should we get that, should we get that guy a chair? He's looking pretty comfortable. Um, I was just leaning up against the glass, just, just fucking greedily devouring the foreword of this book. But yeah, so I bought that and, uh, I just sat yesterday when I went to the Glenrock National Forest thing, I just sat by the side of the river reading this book in the sun. And every now and then a mosquito would come in front of me and I was like snapping the book shut and like, you know, killing mosquitoes. It was a beautiful, a beautiful afternoon, man. Um, <clears throat> but I did have, oh wait, sorry, we've got a bit of information. Can you guys hear that? Experiencing a delay. With an updated departure time of 315. 2.55. This is bad podcasting right now. I should edit that out, but it just ended, so I'm not going to edit it out. <laughs> I really put my heart and soul into this fucking thing, don't I? <laughs> um, I had this moment when I was kind of feeling down. Like that, all of that that I just described, The, I guess the time when I was reading felt good. The time when I was driving, I kind of felt a little bit sad. Like I woke up just feeling a little bit kind of empty and sad and lonely, you know, like I was going to do out to go drive out and do this drive that I've been telling people about all week that I was excited about. And it's nice, you know, in theory to go drive out. It's like something cool to look forward to, but then to actually go and do it, you know, I get in the car and I drive. Oh man, I was listening to the fucking radio. I tried listening to the local radio station in Brisbane and it was just like a little bit too amateurish and like, you know, the guy and the, I mean, you know, nothing against it. Like, uh, I guess they've, uh, what didn't I like about it? I'm sure some people would be into it. Oh yeah, there was a guy doing like, um, there was a guy who was like a voice actor and he was doing like a script reading or whatever. I don't know. I was just like, this isn't what I want driving through the hills to listen to some guys like fucking radio play. I wanted music. I wanted like, I wanted to feel like I'm driving, I'm going somewhere. I want music. I can't even remember what the radio play was, whatever. I just wasn't, I just, that's not what I was in the mood for. And then I changed to like some commercial station and they played like one song and then the fucking presenters came on and they were talking about how they'd just been on the Celebrity Apprentice on TV the night before and like recapped like the events of a TV show that they were on. And they were like, if you want to hear more about that in half an hour, we've got fucking boobity boo. I'm like, what the fuck? And then three ads in a row for like fucking, you know, I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Who's listening to that? <laughs> Why would you listen to that when you could listen to the high quality, <laughs> the, the high quality podcasting that I'm putting out every fucking Tuesday? Um, 
No, what would wait, 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 here. This is the lesson I've been learning, isn't it? If you're going to insult something, Aiden, do it with love. So, how do I turn or empathy at least? I mean, I, we all know why. Like, they read ads because they need money. The guy does a radio play because he fucking cares about it, whatever. <laughs> it's like, I didn't want it. I didn't like it. I don't have to like it. I can change the channel. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I still feel like that's not quite good enough. Like, why do I have to shit on this guy's radio? But whatever. Anyway. But I was like driving and I turned everything. I was like, I don't want that. And uh, I didn't have the right cable to plug my phone in to play music off my phone through the car. So I was just kind of driving in silence. And I, I liked that for a bit. But, I, you know, I had this empty feeling. And I was like remembering some advice that my friend gave me a few months ago. I don't even think my friend meant to give me this advice. But they just like led me through a process that I found really helpful that was like, What's the opposite feeling to the negative thing that you're feeling right now? So if I'm feeling lonely and a bit sad, what's the feeling? And then what's the opposite feeling to that? If I'm feeling lonely, the opposite to that is feeling loved, isn't it? So then, okay, that's the opposite feeling. So the opposite to the negative is the good one. When's the last time that I had that feeling? So I was just like, rather than sit there and dwell on the kind of the loneliness and and the, the sadness, even though it was just kind of vague, it wasn't like an overpowering thing, but like rather than dwell on it and ruminate on it, what's the opposite of that and the last time that I felt that? And uh, I just started thinking about my friend in Adelaide who like, like one of my oldest friends and I couldn't even remember like a, I, I don't know what made me think of her, but I couldn't even remember a specific story, but I just started thinking about how funny she is, you know, and like how she makes me laugh with the stupid shit that she says and how she kind of has the same sense of humor as me. And then I just was dwelling on that, driving through the countryside, like remembering a friend that I care about and like laughing, imagining conversations that we might have in the future and stupid shit that she would say to me and laughing at that. And it was really nice, man. So anyway, I do Glen Rock. I couldn't do the walk. I just sat by the river and read my book for a couple of hours until it kind of got cold as the sun went in and out from behind the clouds and got back in the car and um, the guy from the Airbnb, it was above this old pub, the Royal Britannica. Britannica? Britannia. The Royal Britannia um, had messaged me. So I said, oh yeah, I'll get there at like six. I went for dinner first at a pub around the corner and then got there. I meet this guy. He gives me the key, lets me in. We're talking a bunch and... Uh, He's like an ex-military guy who's bought the pub five years ago and he's telling me about the history of the pub and he's telling me that the the town was flooded like three weeks before and him and his brother and some old army guys came and like cleared all the debris out from the floods and then his brother came up and we went into the kitchen. They offered me a beer. I was like, I don't drink and we were just, I had a tea. They were drinking beers and we were just talking about our lives. It was so nice to just meet these I, f I realized like that's what I wanted you know that was what I wanted on the trip just to like have something like the reason I didn't plan anything I mean of course it's because I'm lazy but it's also because I just like to see what's coming and uh, I drove out and nothing really happened in the national park and I was kind of thinking oh maybe that's it you know got my dinner nothing really happened at the pub 
where I got dinner and then I got to the place where I was staying and I met these two guys. We chatted for like two hours. They were telling me stories about the army, about growing up in this part of southeast Queensland and then fucking one of them was talking about like guys in the army who like never even saw duty but then they're saying they got PTSD and the guys looked at each other and looked at me and rolled their eyes like... <laughs> yeah, fucking PTSD. It's like, mate, he was in the fucking Q store the whole time. <laughs> What did he say? He went, the guy was like mocking the dude saying he's got PTSD going like, man, I went into the storage and I was looking for two eggs and there was only one egg. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that was so funny. <laughs> Just like making fun of their, their mate or whatever who's, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, PTSD is a very serious condition that we all need to validate and take seriously. <laughs> uh, yeah, just really good guys, man. Real funny dudes and um, very salt of the earth kind of dudes, you know. I felt uh, like it was a privilege to, for them to like sit down with me and, and have a chat and they were asking about me doing comedy and they seemed kind of interested in that. It was fucking, it was sick, man. Loved it. Recommend Laidley and the Royal Britannia. If you're in this part of Queensland, go and fucking pay these guys a visit, man. <sighs> so what else can I talk about? How else? Oh, I wanted to talk about this, actually. Um, I have done a lot of stuff this week. There's no reason for me to be feeling sad or lonely because if I think about it, I've seen a lot of people this week. I've had breakfast and lunch with various friends and old friends and stuff through the weeks. Um, guys from school I, I had coffee with a couple guys I haven't seen in 12 years from school that was sick um, I did have a moment with a friend, another comedian when we got to lunch or we got to breakfast and it was me and him there waiting for the rest of the crew to arrive and I had introduced him the night before and uh, on a show like I was the MC and he was the first act and I'd introduced him by because we were talking before the show about how he'd been on in like a three-second cameo in a movie. Or someone was like, I saw you in a movie. And he very humbly deflected and was just like, oh, yeah, it was like a three-second cameo or whatever. So when I introduced him, I was like, ladies and gentlemen, your first act has had a three-second cameo in a movie. Would you believe it, ladies and gentlemen? Blah, blah, blah. And introduced him. And I just said it because I didn't really know what to, you know, like introducing someone scrambling for something to say and I just said that and it was funny I mean we're good friends so it was fine but I kind of felt shitty about it because I know for me I so easily stray into just like sarcastic you know like bitter comments and I felt like that was the place where that came from so I told him when we got to breakfast I was like hey man I'm sorry for introducing you like that I know you don't care but like I feel like that didn't come from a good place for me and he laughed at me. He was like, you're a fucking idiot, man. I don't care. Uh, what else have I got? Have I got anything else that I want to say here? I lost my fucking... Oh, actually, this was kind of funny. I um... Oh, actually, what's the picture going to be for this week? Let's have a look at the picture. I went to... Uh, do I want that? No. Oh, actually, here we go. Here we go. The picture this week is uh, of um, of a good mate of mine and, and great Brisbane comic, Meg Yeager. 
And on Friday night, this is the best thing that's happened. I can't believe I didn't think about this and leave with this. Friday night, after I did uh, three gigs on Friday night, I did the sit-down comedy club. I did Good Chat and then I did Sit Down and then I went back to Good Chat to do Crowd Control, which is a great like crowd work show. And uh, fuck, a few things happened there. One of the first of all, one of the things was the one of the two guys who runs Good Chat Comedy Club got so fucking drunk. He got he, he the other guy who runs the club dragged him out of the club because he was drunk and just like talking during the show behind the stage. <laughs> so <laughs> the other guy had to drag him out into the kitchen and was like, "Shut up, stay there. You're too drunk." And then he just wandered back into the club. <laughs> It was just going like, bro, we fucking did this, man. We built this. Like looking around at the full room. Meanwhile, everyone in the show can hear him just shouting at the top of his voice, we fucking built this. And uh, the guy who was running the show who kicked him out the first time, like, you know, he was like, do he's like on the sound desk. So he fucking looked at me and he was like, dude, can you get him out of here so I had to like and the guy's like taller than me but I had to like kind of drag him out of the venue and up the stairs which he was so drunk he just kind of stumbled along with me um, that was very funny he was so drunk that he tried to put his headphones in because he was like alright I'm going home tried to put his headphones in and they felt he like put them into like the side of his face <laughs> um, but after that um, Meg Yeager great Brisbane comic invited me out uh, with um, some of her mates and they were at this venue and they were going to go see a band called City Piss and this was just... They were so fucking good, man. City Piss, I'd never heard of them before. I mean, I'm two from two in the times that I've been to Brisbane in the last year or so that I've gone and seen live music in Brisbane. The first time was last year and I saw the Mangroves who were amazing and this time City Piss at the Outpost Hotel in the in the valley this Friday. They were like, I got in there and there's like, it's like six guys and uh, I just remember one of them had a banjo. One of the guys off to the side had a banjo. So I was like, oh, I guess they're like a country group and the guy's playing the banjo and they're playing some country-ish kind of music. But then like, after a few songs, they were like, this song is not inspired by Limp Biscuit, And then they played like a really good kind of stylistic copy of a Limp Bizkit song oh that's right they played a song um, da 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 Dex Amphetamine talking about like his ADHD medication uh, what were some of the other songs oh their, their last song was like this big heavy ballad called Piss With You <laughs> and it was just about how I want to piss with you um, they did like a reggae song. They just, they did so many different styles, man. They were such versatile musicians and it was so much fun. It was so much fun. I was up, I was dancing. I just, you know what I found actually this time? This felt important to me because for a long time, and mate, this is, I guess, quite a personal thing. Like, <clears throat> part of the thought that I had when I quit drinking and part of the reason I quit drinking was because I found myself unable to go out and just enjoy a night out. I would always, my mind just always goes to sex. And what I've been thinking about my relationship with sex is like, it's so tied to love 
and affection. Like I don't, I, I know, well, I want love. That's what I want. But I don't know how to ask for love. And sex is kind of close to love. And it's easier to ask for, I guess. I don't know. I still haven't quite figured that out. But for some reason, it just seems like less of a, a being rejected for sex feels like less of a, a disaster than being rejected for love, you know? Or I don't know. And that's not quite it. But anyway, I've always gone out with half a mind on the idea that I'm going to have sex with someone that night. And I've never really been able to enjoy like going out and like dancing with friends or, you know, going to live music and stuff. And on Friday night, going out and seeing City Pierce. And I feel like this has been like how it's been for me for a while. Like it's not just like a hard last time it was like that. And now this time it's like this. It's a slow transition, but I'm really noticing more and more that when I go out, I'm, I'm thinking less about like, you know, getting laid or like meeting someone or whatever and I'm more able to just enjoy an event or like enjoy dancing with friends and being out with friends and whatever and um, City Pierce, maybe it was because the band was so good but I just wasn't at all thinking about like am I going to hook up with someone or whatever. I was just dancing, having fun. Other people in the crowd were there like enjoying themselves and there was like a mosh at one point and me and like a few guys were like pushing each other which was super fun but the venue's kind of small so it wasn't like a huge crowd like it was big enough that there were a lot of people there but we weren't all packed in so there was like room to move and be silly and anyway so the photo for this week is um (laughs) through through the night and like through the show Meg kept like going away there was like a group of four of us and Meg kept like peeling off and looking like she was about to vomit and then coming back like very quickly and after a while one of the other girls was like oh yeah Meg she keeps going she is she's going to vomit every single time she leaves she's vomiting and coming back and then at like a I just like got tired of dancing because they were playing for ages so I went to sit down for a little and Meg came over like kind of drunkenly like a little dazed looking with a cup and she was like look <laughs> she was like it's my cup of vomit <laughs> she, <laughs> she'd been going off to the side behind the dj decks and i thought she was just vomiting in the corner of the room but like the lady that she is she'd been vomiting into a schooner into a plastic schooner cup and, I, you know, I guess because she's a lady, maybe she's got, like, it's small amounts of vomit, you know? She'd not filled the cup up. That kind of confused me. If I was vomiting into a cup, by the, definitely by round three, probably by round two, the cup is full. I guess she's doing just little dainty, little bit, bit little cute little vomits, bit, <laughs> beep, beep. Um, because she'd like two-thirds filled the cup even though she'd been over. I think she was counting like 10 times. She must have vomited like 10 or 15 times in the night. It was fucking hilarious. She came over and she was like, take a photo of me with my cup. She was like showing it to me. I was like, I don't fucking want it, man. But I took a photo of her with the cup. So that's going to be the photo for this week. If you're looking on the Instagram at Sitting Under Podcasts, the photo for this week's episode is uh, a deep dreamed version of Meg Yeager and her cup of vomit during the um, City Piss concert at the Outpost Hotel in the Valley in Brisbane last week on Friday night. Um, 
I reckon that's it for this week, hey? I, uh, I'm going to listen to this in a second and check the levels. I hope it's not been too quiet. I hope you guys are having a good week, man. Go check out City Piss. I think they're just called at City Piss on Instagram. They've got some stuff on Spotify. I haven't listened to their album yet. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll fucking listen to that for the rest of the time that I'm in the airport. Um, my flight's still not for another two hours, so I've got some time here. But um, if you've liked the podcast, give us a rating on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you're listening. Five stars only, please. And uh, yeah, I'll catch you guys next time, man. This has been Aiden Jones. Sitting under a tree. Peace.